Previously on Vultures. Oh, this is getting exhausting, like. Ned had been carted off by Deirdre Dupin and her security. We needed to clear his name, our name, and then catch the murderer. Lads, it's pure hectic being in a murder mystery. I'm Janine Drew, private detective, and I'm narrating episode 15, The Chaotic Elevator Cliffhanger. Before we got rumbled and split up an hour ago, McGrain's observation had been interrupted. It was only when me and Vulture met him undercover in the hotel bar that he finally spit it out. When we found Basil's corpse, there was no blood. But when his body reappeared in the conference room, I noticed he suddenly had a gash on his forehead. Then Dupin shows up with a candlestick saying that it's the murder weapon. So yes, yes, to a bridge, the candlestick was administered after the death as we had suspected. Well, why do that if you've already strangled him? Because, dear Niall, a candlestick is a weapon that someone can be framed with. Someone like Ned Savage. Hmm, it's all very Cluedo, isn't it? Yes, but with a shocking disregard for colour coding. We were sneaking upstairs to the conference room, the apparent scene of the crime. The corridor was clear, everyone else had been distracted by Ned Savage's arrest. Plus, we were well disguised as hotel staff, foolproof likes. We arrived at the conference room when I felt something pointy, like a gun or a tangle twister in me back. No one ever suspects a hotel porter, ha? Huh? Jimmy Kolchak had a gun or a tangle twister to me back. Turn around, boys, or the Bior here gets it. McGrain, Vulture and Tennyson turned around, surprised as I was. Kolchak, dressed as a hotel porter. A vintage detective trick. Ye thought that disguising yourselves as hotel staff in a hotel full of detectives was a good idea. Maybe. Yeah. Dupin thinks she's won, but she didn't like. I did. It's Jimmy Kolchak who's going to be the top buccal in the detective world. And I don't for a second believe that Ned Savage killed Maguire. Ye did. Oh, why would we? I know what it's like when detective work dries up. When unemployment gets the better of ye. I turn to horsemeat trading, but ye, ye turn to the bloody act of murder. Conclusion. Ye created your own crime scene to solve and framed the litter warden who earlier threatened ye with a fine in the lobby. That's a very good deduction, actually. It is all right. Now no smart moves or I'll shoot this bjar. Whatever Kolchak had pressed into my back was given way. It was a tangle twister. Do you have a tangle twister pressed to my back? No. I gave Kolchak a mule kick and he crumpled, like a lad who just got mule kicked to the nuts. Kolchak, where did you get the tangle twister? Oh, vending machine. In the conservatory. We had to make ourselves scarce, so we pegged it back down the corridor. Come back, he murders. Can we go by the conservatory? No time for tangle twisters, Tennyson. Get into this elevator, quick. Speed recap. The death. Made to look like Basil was bludgeoned. The fake murder weapon. A candlestick planted in Savage's room. Savage. Drugged by a hotel maid who's not a hotel maid. Why? So he'd be framed and a cat would be set amongst pigeons. All the while, someone had created a decoy for themselves. A decoy you'd murder for, like? That's a bit excessive. A she-porter. Or whatever a girl porter is, a maid, was waiting with a trolley of clean linen. She stepped inside. It was a bit awkward, likes. Hello. Oh, hi, hey, how are you? How are you? I started thinking about the decoy idea. What was here in Wisteria Lodge that someone would need to murder someone to cause a distraction for? Then my eyes fell on the maid's linen trolley. A useful device for hiding in, as Vulture told me. Then I looked at her wig-like blonde hair. Why was she still working when the hotel was in lockdown? The Phantom Woman. The same woman who hired Street to steal our invites. The same woman who planted the bomb on Vulture's car. And I looked at the woman. She met us in the corridors when we were carrying Basil's body. She did it! Turns out all the lads had been deducing too. Oh wait, sorry. Hamish Lane thought he spotted the bounty hunter Maeve Monroe talking to Moriarty. I deduce Moriarty hired Monroe to impede our arrival here. Ah, I got it. I deduced a murder as the perfect decoy to steal no Lovejoy's rare Irish detective antiquities. Wait, got it. I deduced Tom Moriarty hired Maeve Monroe to kill Basil McGuire so he could steal no Lovejoy's rare Irish detective antiquities. No, 
Sarah suspects hotel staff. It's her! What, this cockney one here with the blonde wig? She turned to us with nothing but hatred in her eyes. It was Maeve Monroe. She quickly pulled a towel on us. Oh! Ah! Oh! 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 Ouch! Shut up, sissies, it's a towel. Ugh. Why did I have to get into the one lift you were in? Only one lift in the hotel. And shut up, Tennyson! Ah! You dicks are always meddling, aren't you? Yes, I was hired to be here, but I'm no murderer. But believe me, I will murder all four of you if you even think of spoiling my plans. The elevator door opened. I punched Monroe right in her face and we spilled right out into the lobby. Murdoch and his security team stood there talking to Marple. We've got the murderer! She's a fake porter! Like us! I know fake porter, governor! Stop your scrapping now! Myself and Monroe went out like two cats in a bin. I may leave you off here because all this narrating has distracted me. Come back to us for the next one, yeah? Layers, babes! To be continued in the next episode of Vultures! This programme is funded by the Broadcasting Authority of Ireland with the television licence fee.